today we're going to be talking about Catalina Island, which is the namesake for the macOS update that might have broken your computer uh, just prior to listening <laughs> to this, depending on how many 32-bit apps you use, or if you've uh, already torn your hair out for uh, permission dialogues. <laughs> uh, but this is an attack episode. We're not going to be talking about any of that. Uh, we might Probably. if they do a, a October event, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this, this, this yeah. will be much worse. I have not upgraded and I'm not going to. Uh, I usually do update recklessly early, but uh, I think I'm going to sit this one out a while. But uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I, I would <laughs> obviously uh, the island was named first and the OS was named after that. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm way more here for ghost stories than UFO stories, but um, apparently uh catalina island has a so so when you titled the 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 doc catalina island paranormal adventures i was like all right some ghost stories because there is a historic hotel there and stuff and like you know hotels are spooky old hotels it's the whole deal with the the shining fun random fact about that because i was about to say you know that they could just buy some ghost stories for their hotels it turns out the ghost stories for the stanley hotel which is the film setting for the shining Belonged to another hotel, hmm. but like it was a cooler location in, in case, you know, you believe a hotel that has ghost stories. Well, I don't <laughs> necessarily believe in ghost stories. I just enjoy them. And I think like I really want to own like a haunty house, even though I know like rationally that most hauntings are like plumbing and electrical problems, <laughs> which aren't or like radon gas or, or carbon, carbon monoxide. monoxide yeah. You know, all bad <laughs> things. Hey, but it would just be so out, cool. You know. <laughs> right? What's a little brain damage? Um. I mean, it's the only way millennials are going to afford houses as hell. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Catalina, I, I mean, I'm, I have no doubt that Catalina Island has ghost stories because every place has ghost stories. But um, apparently we are going to discuss its UFO stories. And, uh, you know, branch out from there as we do. Yeah. So <laughs> it's UFO stories aren't worth recapping because they're the crappy kind of UFO story where it's like someone saw something and there's no story that isn't from someone of their immediate party. So that doesn't really count <laughs> as corroborating. Um, and there's no photos or crappy photos or anything really my mom and one of her students once saw a ufo on maui but they didn't get any pictures or anything but two people on two different sides of the island saw it so there's that it's probably a weather balloon <laughs> or a navel something usually so the thing about a ufo is like we're culturally we, our first thought is oh cool aliens <laughs> but Generally speaking, it's something that the government cannot or will not uh, identify for us, but something that ought to be perfectly identifiable or like a fucking mylar balloon right. <laughs> or something. One of the reasons that this is worth mentioning at all, though, is because in the vicinity of the island is one of the three UFO videos that came out in the uh, December 2017 revelations that the government still looks into UFOs. 
with like a hilariously small budget, like compared to even what Blue Book <laughs> was. Like it's like wow, seventeen million dollars was like that's like what twenty staff over like four years. Yeah, which is actually a little bit weird because, I mean, if something appears in the sky and is not immediately identifiable, like, there's a good chance it came from someplace else, like, on Earth. And particularly with our current president, uh, there's there's there are wide swaths of Earth that aren't terribly friendly to us, like... Yeah. Uh, and and on the other hand, detecting something malicious coming from some other place on Earth, we have a much better uh, <laughs> likelihood of being able to do something about it. I mean, if if actual aliens existed and came here and like, so I know I realized that in Independence Day, you could just hook up a, a power book <laughs> to the alien spaceship and upload computer code, which uh, worked perfectly and knocked it out of the sky. Uh, but in real life. <laughs> That's unlikely to be the case, uh, especially with the quality that uh, Apple has been shipping lately. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> yeah, and it, the reason that this uh, program may have such hilariously low funding is because further looking into it shows that it's connected to an individual that Harry Reid knew personally, and it might be mm. just sort of some, you know, favor money to set up this crappy program for what is undoubtedly like as much as he got for his uh, campaign mm -hmm. <laughs> from an individual because yay we can't track that anymore um <laughs> yeah uh but the uh the video associated with this is you know the dash cam equivalent of a fighter jet <laughs> um from like 2005 or so uh like it's not even new and it's infrared footage and it's also really tiny, um, excessively digitally zoomed, and mm. the product of a stabilization unit that seems <laughs> to be uh, computer controlled. So it's... Well, anything will look like an alien under those conditions. And that's pretty much it. Uh, so uh, <laughs> all, all the footage that came out as far as that revelation, all of it looks like nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, and in this case, this one is the combination of... Uh, Artifacts of the gimbal itself rotating around, uh, so the object is bouncing around in frame because it's hella regular zoomed in, as well as digital zoomed, and mm. so it's having a hard time tracking it because when you're that far away, like, one unit of, like, like the minimum unit of tracking you can move, like, moves the thing in frame, so, you know, just a uh, precision problem there, uh, but luckily, unlike the, uh, uh, Patterson Bigfoot film that's been stabilized manually by people. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> these things have tons of HUD information on them, and you can watch the uh, angles on it cross the uh, quaternion and just, you know, go from like x equals negative four to x equals eight sort of crap because it's, you know, having a hard time tracking something that far away. And what you would expect when you're doing a bad job centering something in frame <laughs> is for it to jump around you know just try zooming in on just you know a sports game from the cheap seats with even a good camera you can't exactly just stabilize on something even with the camera's built-in stabilization things are going to jump around in frame but because you have grass and like the backside of the stadium and 
uh, hopefully some sort of lines on the grass <laughs> marking various sports ball related things, you can sort right. of tell that this is happening. But when you're just shooting into the sky, and more importantly, shooting into the infrared sky, so there's just no background at all. Right. You lose a lot of helpful context. Yeah. Um, and on top of that is infrared cameras are optical cameras, which means... They are also susceptible to our favorite optical effects, namely uh, lens flare and bokeh, uh, both of which frequently occur at the same time if you, like, point the camera at the sun. Right. <laughs> or, in this case, uh, the back, uh, like, the exact ass of a jet that is way far ahead of you. So you're just looking at its exhaust uh, in a camera that can't focus that far ahead because it's like looking at a cloud or something that's actually closer so it's focusing on that and so that bokeh's out and then on top of it because it's a point source of light really close to the center of the aperture it's there's also a lens flare coming off of it and on top of that you have digital zoom so you have the onboard isp doing the crappy algorithms we could do in real time mm -hmm. in 2005 and you get something that looks like oh it's changing shape and rotating and looks like it's an actual saucer shape at some point yeah actually that's just a computer imagining what it might look like and the optics imagining what it <laughs> might look like because it's right not focused. it's a combination <laughs> it's a combination of of make-believe <laughs> it's probably not aliens no it's not <laughs> It would be nice if, like, aliens came and kind of, like, like, if they blew up the White House first thing, I'd be like, okay, you know, fair enough. Uh, it would be kind of a bummer if they blew up a bunch of other cool stuff, though. Yeah. Like, if they blew up Catalina Island. I've never even been there. I lived in California for 11 years, and I never actually went there, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, I guess, I mean, there isn't necessarily a whole lot to do, but people, you know, go there for a weekend or whatever. And apparently a lot of people feel like they see <laughs> aliens. Um, <laughs> or other naval objects. <laughs> right. Yeah, more likely they see, you know, various airplanes or maybe blimps. There always seem to be blimps around for some reason. Like, it was not an, un an infrequent occurrence. Actually, there's a big um, blimp uh, airport, whatever you would call that. <laughs> Not that far away. Um, I think in like Costa Mesa or something. Anyway, not that far away. So it's possible it's just, you know, a blimp tooling around on a practice run or something. Uh, and if you're not expecting a blimp because you don't know about the... By the way, blimp hangers are enormous. Um, well, yeah, they got to fit the blimp think, in there. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and blimps are bigger than you think they are. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you think they're really, really big, they're bigger than that. It's like ravens. <laughs> if, you're, if you're used to crows, it's difficult to conceive how big a raven is. But um, <laughs> until you see one, which I never have in person, unfortunately. Uh, I wonder how many UFOs are like birds. I bet not none of them are like albatrosses. And, and uh, what are those ones? Cormorants or whatever? The ones that fly kind of forever? Yeah, uh, in fact, one of uh, the other three videos, the one that's looking down at something going over the water, is probably one of those birds. Because <laughs> there are some impressively large seabirds that kind of just like cruise and they, you know, go with the wind because it's a lot of effort to flap like that and they can't swim forever. So obviously you don't want to like fall down. So if the wind is doing something interesting, then so will the, the bird. And if there's <laughs> yeah. like a thermal or whatever it can rise rapidly and you know 
Nature's weird. Like, it's easy to forget because <laughs> we live in our suburbs with climate control all the time. But nature's actually super weird. And nature usually has an explanation for things. And the other explanation is usually man-made, uh, which is another right. reason why that program might not have too much funding because <laughs> Soviet test flights might already be known about from old-fashioned spycraft. Right. If the CIA is taking care of most of it. Right. So if the UFO reports come in, like you kind of like are already expecting them kind of thing. Yeah. And it might be one of those things where like you kind of know, but you don't want to like admit that you know it and you don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> so like it's better just not to pay too much attention to that sort of thing with your with your secret aliens division. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole like UFOs in general, interest in these things and, you know, paranormal crap in general <laughs> tend to follow the end of a war because people sort of have free time again. Uh, <laughs> and by people, I mean uh, uh, white people because, you know. Right. We are the ones who have free time. You'll notice a, a distinct lack of uh, people uh, without privilege being part of paranormal investigation groups. Well, first of all, I mean, if a person of color says something that sounds pretty wacky, you just assume that they're crazy. No, yeah. <laughs> if it's a if it's a white person, and or you know, or sometimes even if it's a white woman, sometimes it's like, eh, I think you're just on your period. But um, <laughs> right. But if you if you have a bunch of white men with time on their hands, then you can get you know really get into this sort of thing and feel like you know this is science because it's white dudes. Yeah, so the current era starts with the uh, fall of the Berlin Wall because that's, you know, sort of the end of the Cold War, which means that now that you're not idolizing your country's scientists to keep you safe <laughs> from the other country's scientists, you, uh, you can start not taking science seriously or pretend what you're doing is science. <laughs> Right. Like, uh, you know, modern uh, ufology and ghost hunting is full of quote-unquote evidence <laughs> compared to uh, prior era where it was just stories upon stories. <laughs> but now, you know, we have these uh, uh, laughably debunkable uh, videos from mm. the Navy, the uh, ghost hunting equipment we've spent episodes pooping <laughs> on before. <laughs> Because it's silly. I mean, you have an instrument, it measures something, but is it the thing you say it is? Probably not. Yeah, and it's also the scientific method backwards because you're... Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're working You're working backward from your conclusion instead of just, you know, measuring stuff. And uh, But of the two other times that this crap was popular was um, immediately following World War II of... You know, of course, that was the first wave of, you know, uh, Kenneth Arnold, Roswell. Like, it's where, it's where it all, quote unquote, started if you don't want to look at anything between ancient aliens and World War II. <laughs> but it's just always been a thing to right. see a weird crap in the sky. Um, <laughs> you know, it kind of fell out of fashion as the 60s took it too far with the whole uh, contactee Space Brothers crap and... Uh, everyone having their stories about aliens telling us not to nuke each other and how, you know, we're destroying the planet. And it's like, hmm, you know, this 
it's all good advice. Right, but it also seems like clearly <laughs> like part of the culture. <laughs> yeah, also people did uh, a fair amount of LSD, so it's pretty easy to dismiss like statements coming out of certain populations during that period of time. Yeah. So in addition to the uh, fake science of ufology and ghost hunting in both of these cases, there are also uh, blips of interest, paganism, Wicca, Satanism. And while this is not a uh, satanic panic um, rant, <laughs> it is just how other people, again, mostly white people, lose their respect for science Never really had too much respect for religion, but sort of need something to anchor their worldview to. No, I mean, it's just like counter-religion in a way. Like, you know, your parents were Catholic or Presbyterian or whatever, so yeah. you're going to be a witch. <laughs> like, and I, I, I'm, I don't care if people want to, like, do that. Like, it doesn't really bother me. And if they get something out of it, like, that's nice. If it helps you live your life better, cool, do whatever. As long as you're not hurting anybody or anything, I'm fine with that. But it's, it is a little bit like, like, I don't know, people, a lot of people just need something. Uh, and some, for some people, <laughs> it's aliens, I guess. Yeah. But in the case of there are no crusades if Christianity doesn't uh, catch on. I mean, there would have been, they had those spices out, out that away, and we wanted them, and the, con the Crusades <laughs> were just pretty much a super convenient excuse for that. I mean, I'm sure some Crusaders were like true believers and whatever, but it's like, you know, it's like the people you send to war versus the people doing this ending. Right, yeah. The, the point is, it still uh, was an avenue for exploitation. Right. Uh, and in the uh, modern era... We have harmless Wicca on one hand. I'm not saying that Wiccans are anti-vaxxers or that they put rocks in their vaginas. <laughs> but you know that those Venn diagrams, you know, that there's some overlap there for sure. They don't even have to overlap. It's just the normalization of, well, science is up to my interpretation. Yeah, the thing is, it's super not. Yeah, so uh, I've been uh, burying the lead on this, but uh, <laughs> the wave before World War II that this happened was following World War I in uh, Weimar, Germany, and following the uh, epic loss of Germany in World War I, and epic in the uh, literal sense in that mm. uh, it was extremely devastating economically. Uh, they did not get a generous deal in the uh, uh, <laughs> treaties following it. I <laughs> know. Uh, People resented that. Uh, yeah. And, you know, fair, but... Right. You, it's not, as it turns out, now we know for sure, it's not really a great idea to, like, totally, like, spitefully cripple an entire nation just because of a little unfortunate war situation yeah. that they engaged in recently. Are you saying that in case we're judged for anything? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, but maybe, maybe, maybe I should have been. Uh, but, if but the rest anyway. of the world could not like ruin us, that would be cool. I know our president threatens to totally obliviate and ruin like 
turkey, I think it was lately. Like, oh God, but oh. No one will remember by um, the time I edit this. That's true. There will be some, there will be five more things in between that are just like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, Weimar Germany, you were saying. Various forms of uh, paganism got popular mm. uh, as well. What would become the Nazis really liked witches because their interpretation of the witch trials was that you had these Aryan women who were trying to just practice these nature-based ways of life. What is natural? Uh, and where natural is, you know, the sky is blue and Aryans are superior. Right. As is their just, definition. Just facts like that. Right. Uh, being uh, murdered by Catholics who, of course, are the descendants of the Jews. Right. Your ultimate baddies. <laughs> yeah. Because everything Nazis is always going to have a the Jews in it at <laughs> some place. Well, when a people have been a scapegoat for the whole <laughs> world for thousands of years, you know, why not pile on? Yeah, and one people's uh, <laughs> favorite scapegoat at that. They're even the ones who gave us the idea of the scapegoat. <sighs> yeah, um, and it's that that kind of thing is happening again. Um, like there's this whole like pagan thing and... Some of it is just like white people trying to reconnect with some kind of culture that's more interesting well, <laughs> than yeah. I am a boring European white person. But some of it is white people trying to do all that who also want to once again prove that they are, in fact, the superior race. Like, it's pretty rampant in, in uh, like, paganism. Yeah. I'm not saying that it always caused Nazis. It just seems to be correlated each time there's been a Nazi problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, what we said last week about if you find yourself medicating with over-the-counter stimulants that you might want to get that uh, ADHD checked and get some pharmaceutical-grade mm -hmm. ones because they're, like, way less dangerous despite being scheduled to. If religion is your therapy... You might want to look into therapy. Yeah, like religion's been around a long time, but its track record for actually helping people, not that great. Therapy, on the other hand, not perfect, but a lot of research does go into it. Right. It's sort of like doctors who medicate through, I guess, laziness or usually sexism. Right. <laughs> the uh, medication that will make you go away is like, some antidepressant or whatever, not because you have like clinical depression, but because like, even if like what you're coming in for is ADD and you're a woman, so they don't believe you, mm -hmm. they give you the antidepressant so that you're like not anxious about not completing your work anymore kind of thing. <laughs> and like, <laughs> right. that's kind of my take on uh, like religion as therapy. It's like, you haven't gotten after the sort uh, uh, like the source of the problem what you've done is just created well uh, to bring it around the soldiers of the crusades were out to die in combat because they believed that was a free ticket to heaven and they were coming out of a peasant life with nothing anyway right so what the hell also sometimes your your landlord said you had to go and you literally had no other choice 
because mm. you'd only, you know, for 10 generations, your family had lived exactly there and yeah. everything they had <laughs> ever done was in service of 10 generations of landlords. It's like nowadays, but more formal. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because it's horrifying. Oh, and, and the rest of all is just um, right. uh, cultural appropriation. Because oh yes, that fun thing when you can't find something uh, Norse to add to your Irish <laughs> traditions, uh, you turn right. to American uh, natives. It's like stop getting dreamcatcher tattoos, please. Also, everybody you know is probably not one thirty second Cherokee, and it's always Cherokee for some reason. I read a Slate article once about why everybody thinks they're Cherokee, but I totally forgot what the point was. I think mm -hmm. because the article was boring and I didn't finish it. Yeah, like even my husband's mom was under the impression that she was a significant amount Native American and Re <laughs> he, Reuben got a DNA thingy from 23andMe and it's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> white people, just white people. He's whiter than I am and I'm super white. I'm like hella white. My wife's family that's from Costa Rica is like probably like mostly Spanish, <laughs> like mm. from Spain, Spanish, like... Although they do have that really curly hair. Well, I guess that's not unheard of among... Yeah, so there's multiple explanations for everything, but uh, I won't let a DNA kit uh, be <laughs> only one step removed from me as far as long as I can uh, keep that yeah. streak up. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> They're going to sell my data. Whatevs. I, I wanted to know how white I was. And was super... <laughs> also, like, I was kind of hoping there would be, like, secret cousins or something. But so far, I mean, just so far, it's just been kind of boring. I did pay for the health uh, stuff, too, which was also kind of boring. Like, I'm at slightly elevated risk for late onset Alzheimer's. Like, okay. Bummer, that, I guess. That also seems re redundant. <laughs> <laughs> A bit. <laughs> like, I don't know. It is kind of funny that, like, we're giving these corporations all of this really powerful data and we're paying them. But, you know, they have to, they have equipment and whatever. I, it's fun. And I'm a bored white person. And one of the things that bored white people do <laughs> is uh, try to figure out precisely what kind of white they are. <laughs> like... It, <laughs> because we, you know, all of the cool things in this country are basically like black things, like all the best food, all the best music. American culture is black culture. Black Twitter is the best Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand the impulse and like and people who want to connect to Native Americans or whatever to not be colonizers. Well, sorry, you're just like me or you're a colonizer it's just that's just how the cookie crumbles and it, it's not actually super interesting to like try to parse out like exactly what kind of white person you are yeah. even the commercials are silly like they have the guy who's in later hose and then he has to switch to or maybe he's in viking clothes and has to switch to later hose and anyway something silly like that yeah people should just be like just be people just like just, like, do interesting things so you don't have to try to, like, be inherently interesting because most of us aren't. Yeah. Uh, and since we ended this on genetics, uh, luckily, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do want to bring up the uh, tortoise shell cat analogy because it is a kitty. Right. <laughs> um, and which is uh, the problem that scientific communication has when talking to the normies. 
which is kind of how all this crap gets started because, well, I'll get to it. <laughs> so the uh, the tortoiseshell and calico patterns of cat are recessive traits that reside on the X chromosome, which means that uh, being a recession, uh, recessive trait, it needs to show up uh, at least twice. And the way the sex chromosome pair works, two Xs typically what result in a, a phenotypic uh, female, as in right. the uh, organism will develop a uh, functioning vagina. Right. And it's, it's, in fact, what happens is it's female gonads fail to turn into male gonads. Yeah, biology's fun and lazy. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> so from that, you might say, okay, so all tortoiseshell cats are sexed female. And you'll get that, actually... Right. <laughs> there can be uh, a quote-unquote male, because I don't even know if this counts, but I guess you would say it's not pure female or whatever. Uh, other mammals, uh, just like humans, one of the various mutations that can occur is instead of having XX or XY chromosomes, you'll have XXY, and that results in many different things. There's comorbidities, so it's kind of hard to say what it is or isn't, and it kind of doesn't matter uh, because the odds of these two things combining to create the uh, XXY <laughs> uh, tortoiseshell cat is meaninglessly rare. Right. It probably has happened a few times in the course of time on Earth, but if you're looking at any given tortoiseshell cat, there's an extremely good chance it's a female. Right. And if someone tells you that it isn't, and that person is not the veterinarian examining the cat, like, if it's a kitten, like, it's hard to sex a kitten. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of nothing down there for a for, lot of weeks. <laughs> yeah, for a surprisingly long time, it can be kind of tough. Yeah. You know, because uh, cats have uh, retracted penises and there's fur down there. So it's basically yeah. at some point you'll see a bunch of balls or you won't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even if you don't, some, sometimes they can be like ret retained or whatever. But yeah, there's yeah. A whole, it's interesting how many things can go wrong with chromosomes and then the presentation of traits. And then, I mean, of course, this happens in humans, too, which is how we get intersex conditions, which, of course, the transphobes prefer to ignore. Or, but, you know, yeah. do something about without consent. Right. Yeah. Especially that one. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the improbability of all this, uh, the difficulty in uh, sexing a kitten if you're not professional. If we're talking about a basket of kittens here, like, <laughs> these are also animals that you are going to fix at your, you know, soonest convenience. So, like, right. just, why does it even matter? Just... Yeah. So, so the point is, uh, the actually asshole biologist, like, does not need to bring that up. No, they super don't. By saying that it's not entirely likely, or however they phrase it, will lead you to thinking that you have to wonder about every tortoise shell cat you see, <laughs> instead of just assuming, you know, like, oh, it's, it's, 
it's like really probably female. Like I don't even need to think about the fact that it isn't. And that's the same crap you get with like, well, we can't say that this hurricane did this specific thing to global warming or mm. the uh, world record smashing tornado outbreak of 2011 was directly contributable to Exxon. It's like, well, you can in a paper, but to a fucking reporter, like you better say <laughs> it was. Yeah, it is. That is a real and unfortunate disconnect. Right. And uh, to, to wrap up the UFO here, uh, <laughs> the uh, reason this crap got back in the news is because God knows why the Navy released an update that uh, the content of the videos is unidentified and they, quote, should not have been released. So everybody and their brothers like, see, we told you there's aliens. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, because to say, you know, that that is an F-18, they need to like know its serial number and flight path to like say which one it is, because they're not just going to say like it was a plane because that doesn't really serve them well mm. and it should not have been released. Like, well, no shit. It's a cockpit recording like from the military. None of those are supposed to be released ever. Like, unless it is something that ha that was filmed, f like, for a commercial, you know, to Yvonne <laughs> Niage, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, they were not supposed to be released. You know, a, a leak can be mundane. <laughs> this was kind of less depressing than last week, right? Right? <laughs> I, mostly. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs>